Good morning. Welcome to Exploring Your Faith Hour. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you so much for being with me. I absolutely appreciate it. And good morning to everybody here. Good morning. Thank you for showing up. I appreciate that, too. Um, today, I want to touch on two things, two issues that I had a conversation with on yesterday with a group of folks. And it was very, very interesting. One is, who are you? And the other one is, when you ask something of God, is, he, is it done for you? Does he do it? Does he answer for you when you ask of him? All right? So those two things I like to focus on. If you have something you want to deal with, let me know. But i like to know that only because of the conversation from yesterday. Can you close that door back there? Um, so how many people know who they are? You know who you are. Nobody. That's, I mean, did you know before now you didn't know who you were? <laughs> yeah. You don't know who you are. You know who you are? Well, I'm beginning to, you know, the shock. Where's the mic? He got the mic in his pocket. His hand is folded. And he looked at the guy's speak. Do you know who you are? More so. Yes or no? I guess the only way I'd know is if I completely had no doubt about You raise your hand that you knew who you are. Who I you wanted are. to make a comment relative to it. Okay. Just with the shock of moving, you know, just a lot of stress, and then a whole new set of people, nobody knows me, so it's, it's making me realize that, you know, I'm getting a, a reaction and a connection with a whole new set of people, and... Um, so you don't know who you are? Well... Yeah, not particularly. You say yeah, not particularly. Did he say? Did you say yes? Yes, I said yeah. What kind yeah, of answer is that? Yes, not particularly. <laughs> You're not on the spot. Relax. Yeah, I understand. It's fellowship. Yeah. I'm sorry. I understand. I mean, it's just, it's just, it's something that's been on my mind. I guess that you bring it up, and it makes me think of, you know, I get a reaction from all these new people because I'm in a new place, and it's interesting. Like, well, who are they reacting to? That's, that's what I'm looking at myself, like, well, what are they reacting to? So I guess whatever they react to, that's what I am. Oh, someone else's reaction toward you determines who you are? Oh. Well, it, it, in other words, it, it's hard to, to tell what you give off to other people because what you are uh, affects other people. You know, you walk into a room, you talk to people, how you affect them is what you are. Can we agree on that? How you affect other people is what you are? Yeah, who you are. Who you are? Yes. If, if you're, in fact, who you're supposed to be, even if you're not, whatever pseudo-self you are, whatever effect it has on you, like, okay, I meet John. So if you walk into the room and all of a sudden everybody became an alcoholic, that would make you an alcoholic? <laughs> no, no, no. It wouldn't make you an alcoholic. It would make you, let's make it easier. Let's say everybody suddenly ran out of the room. Then you obviously give off something you probably that need scares a bath. people. What? You probably need a bath. That's a possibility. But I mean, beyond <laughs> that, it, you are giving, you are affecting people just by the fact that you're there. Like, so you don't know who you are? I only know, 
Yeah, I don't know who I am. I, I don't <laughs> even know how to answer that question, to be honest. You did not know how to answer that question? Right. I mean, I wanted to take a stab at it because I've been thinking about it this week. You know, like I say, because everything's new and people are meeting me. And uh, a very aware set of people, I might add, at Bond. So that being the case, um, you really, it's front and center that you're looking at who, I, who am I? Okay. And what, how do I, you know, when, I, when I'm there, what is happening? Because so, uh, okay. So long story short, you don't know who you are? I'm not sure. You're not sure that you don't know or you're not sure that you know? Both. I, I'm, yeah, because I... Did you smoke some marijuana from Colorado? No. Uh, no. Let me ask. Uh, okay. All right. I appreciate that. Yeah. So nobody here knows who you are, right? You don't... You know who you are? Hold on a minute. I'm a, I'm a physical, physical being, and I'm a spiritual being. Uh, that I know for certain. You know, how do you know that for sure? Well, if, uh, well, first of all, if I wouldn't be a physical being, I couldn't be speaking to you, right? And, and secondly, I, I mean, I have seen, uh, you know, countless times that we are actually a spiritual being, that I am a spiritual being as well. Oh, okay. All right. A spiritual being and a, a physical being. Have you ever asked yourself, who am I? Anybody ever asked that? Uh, you never ask yourself, who am I? Right. I'm sorry? No. And, no, and why not? Because I guess I'm not that deep. You know? <laughs> okay, that's honesty. All right. But, I'd like to think I'm a child of God. A child of God? You would like to think that? I'd like to think But it may not be true, so you won't think it. I think I think it. You think that? Oh, okay. All right. I thought everybody asked themselves, who am I? Have you asked yourself that? Oh, okay. Yes, right here. This is a good question, I think. Yeah. We had a good conversation with this yesterday. It was funny. I would say the same thing. I'm a child of God, and I'm having a, a spirit, having a, a, an earthly experience. A child of God, a spirit that is having an earthly experience experience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can bring it back a little bit from a offering. Yeah. And what has that done for you to know that? Again, it just makes everything easy and relaxed and you know, knowing that I don't have to do I don't have to do so much. Oh, okay. All right. And you don't right here for me, Patrick. You don't know who you are. Well, I, I know who I am sometimes and sometimes I don't <laughs> because, as you said, I'm a child of God, I hope. But then sometimes it's like I don't act like a child of God. So, you know, it's... How should a child of God act? Uh, more, um, more along the lines of being decent and good. Oh, okay. You know. So you're not a decent, good person at times. Right, because sometimes the thoughts are not good, so you think, oh, then maybe I'm not good. So, you know, it's just a vacillation. You go from good to bad. Yeah, right. <laughs> in, in thought, you know, mostly in thought. Right. Um, but if you are a child of God, that's not who you are, that's who you belong to. 
Oh, I see. Okay. That's your daddy, so that's not who you are. Oh, okay. So then I am. I'm a child of God because he created us all. But that's not who you are. That's who you be- you belong to God. Oh, I see. It's like you belong to your father, right? Your earthly dad, but you're not your dad. Right. So that's not who you are. That's who, who created you, who you belong to. Okay, so then. So who are you? You don't know? No. Nope. Yeah. What do you feel like not knowing? Just a question. Oh, okay. You don't feel anything not knowing who you are, like you're lost or, well, I don't know who I well, am. I, yeah, I do feel something. I feel like, boy, I wish I, I knew exactly who I was so I'd know what to do more specifically. Oh, okay. You know, that, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. it's kind of like you're going down the road and you think there's a... What, something over here you could do, something over there you could do, and then so I said, oh, I do that. So then, then I realized, oh, that wasn't quite the right thing. I should have done the other. Oh, okay. That, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hard way to be living. I know. Yeah. But I'm going to help you get past that today. Okay, good. Yeah, I am. Uh, yes, sir. Uh, I don't uh, really recall asking myself that question. I, I, recall, I do recall in the past sort of asking it in a wordless way. And I think it's kind of like a, the nose in your face and that who you are and that it's there, but you can't conceptualize it. You, I mean, you know that, that, <coughs> that when you're fully present, you sort of experience uh, the, the presence of the present. But it seems to be when you, and you, when you ask the question who you are, there's nothing you can grasp onto. When so, you're when you're um, in within you're in the present, so you don't know who you are. I I, I it's, not, it's not that I don't I'm not in the state of confusion of who, I'm, not, I'm not asking, I'm not I'm not asking constantly. You never asked that question your entire I, life. I, I have. Who am I? I have. I think in an earlier part of my life, and where uh, um, I knew uh, I started understanding that it was in my ego, I was in my resentments, and that when I get in contact with. Uh, the, uh, the the higher presence or, or the presence in me that uh, it's clear that presence doesn't have a, a particular image it's just it's it's, it's it's almost seems non-existent but existent at the same time if I can put it that way oh okay so uh, I I'd rather not ask the question but if I were to if I I were to, if I if I'm going to identify myself with with uh, with the, with the I would identify myself with that beingness opposed to the uh, you know the the conceptual um, feeling uh, like a person that's also still part of me that uh, always seems to you know bring the worst out of me. I don't know if I my answer is any clearer <laughs> than that. Yeah. Um, I, I'm black and I'm slow, so forgive me. Give me a yes or no first. Do do, do you know who you are? Yes or no. <laughs> yes. You do know who you are, and who are you? I, I, I'm this uh, uh, being created uh, by God that uh, uh, exists, and but uh, can't define define what it is. How do you know that's who you are? Because uh, in, in in my meditations, um, I, I when I've made a connection to, with it, uh, I, I feel I feel its presence. And but uh, um, when I don't ask who am I, when I don't dialogue with it, I just feel it and that, I just experience it, and that's it. Oh, okay. That's it. All right. How, what does it 
feel, let me ask right here, then we'll move on, because I have a part two here. What does it feel like not knowing who you are? I don't have an answer to that question. Um, I was trying to answer your first one, and I realized that... What was the first one? You know, who are you? Who are you? Yeah. And I realized my physical body knows who I am if I get hurt. My, like what? My physical body knows who I am if I get hurt. My ego knows who I am if my pride gets offended. Um, there's, there's, you know, um, if I go to a foreign country and can't speak the language, I'm suddenly, I'm an American that doesn't speak the foreign language. Um, it's, you, I seem to be able to run into myself when something gets broken. <laughs> and so an identity forms. And listening to people's answers around here, they're pretty confusing. Uh, my own answers are confusing. You say that again. And, no, uh, I'm kidding. <laughs> you know, so I know, I know who I am when I get hurt. I don't know who I am when I'm doing all right. I, yeah. You know, something like that. I, but I, I can't. And so what was your question? I, that's what I, was, I was thinking of that. I was going, wow, what are these people saying? And then I realized I couldn't do a better job than them when I talk, as I'm doing now. <laughs> uh, yes, ma'am. Who are you? Oh, you don't know who you are, right? Uh, you sort of your know. spirit and, oh, what? and spirit okay and your energy your spirit and energy mm -hmm. oh okay all of energy okay and and how do you know that's who you are cuz i heard it i heard you you, you heard me say you. <laughs> 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 okay Oh, let me ask Ermis. I can't wait to get this. I can't wait to get this answer. No. I'm sorry? Okay, I won't say Ermis. Okay, the guy in the back, the PR. No. Who are you? Oh, you don't know who you are, right? I'm sorry? I don't, I don't really understand the question. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Who are you? <laughs> oh, I mean, I can. I, a lot of people have said, but one thing I do know is that. Do you know who you are? Yeah, I, I'm a sinner that needs salvation. A sinner. Yep. And you need salvation. Yes, sir. You need Jesus. Yep. Okay. All right. He is a sinner. Oh, Lord. Yes, Mr. Intellect. Who are you? I am evil. Ooh. And why are you sitting on the front row? <laughs> You're sitting too close to me, buddy. <laughs> you know, um, we had, um, I had a conversation about this with a group of people yesterday, and they kind of invited me over because they heard about me a little bit. And so you could get the mic back. Where's your mind? Uh, and um, so this conversation came up about who are we, you know. And the people sounded so intelligent about it. I'm like, wow, they're so smart. Because what I realized in that conversation about myself, I absolutely have no idea who I am. None, not zero zilch. I know that I have God's spirit in me, so I'm a bit of him. I have his nature. But that just a part, you know, I just have his nature. That's not who I am. 
And I used to wonder a lot growing up, who am I? Because I thought if I could figure out who I was, then that will make my life work. I thought what was missing in my life is that I did not know who I was. And so it became very important to me. But what I realize now that that is so unimportant. It has no relevance as far as I can see. It has no relevancy at all. Not what I owed it. And now I never think about who am I? You know, who am I? I never think about that. And then I'll read some in the Bible here, I'll tell you. If you notice, animals never wonder who they are. Do you ever think animals go around thinking, oh, who am I? Am I a dog or am I a person? Am I God or what? They never think about who they are. Or the flowers and the trees, they don't think about, am I a flower, am I a tree, or am I this or that? They just live. And you notice by living that way, they have a better life than we do because they don't worry about those things, who they are and all that kind of crap. I think that's been a setup in our life to wonder. It's another temptation that we have not resisted to wonder who we are because it's not important. It's better to just live like the flowers and the trees, just live, and you'll live, and as long as you're living, you're fine. Everything's being taken care of, your life is good, and life is working like the flowers and the trees. I remember in the Bible it says, take no thoughts about your life. Take no thoughts about your life at all. So it's a big mistake to even think about your life. Am I good enough? Do people like me? Do I like people? Am I rich enough? Am I tall enough? Am I short enough? Am I fat enough or skinny enough? Uh, what am I going to eat? What am I going to wear? All that kind of stuff. You shouldn't take, we as human beings should not take any thought in that. And the Bible tells us that. Take no thought about these things at all because when you do, they only create problems for you. It makes you doubt everything about your life. It really does. The one thing that I realize about myself. This is why it's so important to get to know yourself. Know thyself. When you get to know yourself, what you're going to discover is that um, you're going to discover that life is fine already. It's really already fine. And no one else to blame for my life but me as an adult. Our parents are to blame while we're growing up. But once we leave home, we are responsible. And everything that happens to me in my life is my fault. Because if I look on the outside or if I get into thoughts, then I lose out. And no one else is responsible for that but me. So when I think about who am I, that's dumb. And those are not my thoughts anyway. That's why we can't find out who we are because it's a silly question. But we live by it. <laughs> yes, ma'am. But the, the animals and the um, plants and flowers, they don't have consciousness. God made us with the conscious and with the ability to judge, right? So how we cannot, how it's wrong to ask who we are because we judge. We're trying to figure out things. But God did not give you the ability to judge because he told you not to judge. That I understand. Yeah, I agree with you. But he gave us the consciousness, right? Right. So we can put the right and wrong 
on a scale and choose whichever one we want. No. No? Uh-uh. God gave you his mindset so you can live by that. You can live by his mind, not by this illusion in your head. And, and if you live by his mindset, he told us to, you know, become one with him, right? And if we live by his mindset, we don't have to make a decision between right or wrong, good or evil, because his mindset reveals those things to us without having to think about it. Because whenever we try to figure it out, we make the wrong decisions about right or wrong or good or evil. We make the wrong decisions about it every time. Okay, I'm blessed that I met you so you can tell me that I cannot make decisions for myself. Yes. But why is that, like, let's say the person on the street, they they never met you, no, no one ever told them that there is a world like this that you don't have to judge and live. So right. what's their fault? Why? What I'm trying to figure out is why I, okay, why I can see that, um, okay, it's not right, why I can hear you so I can think about it, that it's not right to judge, but that person cannot. So uh, if we were to live on the mind that God gave us, then why are we, why are people still continue doing whatever, whatever they're doing? Because they're coming out of the family that already messed them up, right? Right. Okay, my parents already messed me up. Right. So by chance I met you and, you know, and my life, let's say, started changing because I'm trying to, to live the way it's right to live, right? Right. So why that person... That's a good question. That's an excellent question. Uh, Francisco want to answer that for you. So she want to know, by chance, God allowed her to meet me and made her realize she shouldn't be doing all these crazy things because she came from a messed up family, like we all did. But the people on the streets, they haven't heard the message. Why is it that they don't, don't get that same chance, right, that she got? And you would say, if you're walking down the road and she asks you that, Mr. Mister, God is with me, but not those folks, what would you say? They have the same chance, too. How? Well, God has... They haven't been here. They don't have to come here. This is not the only place. They have the same chance. Why? Because, because God has promised that uh, every man and woman will have an have a opportunity to accept Christ or, or reject him. So they do have the same chance? They do. Okay. You want to respond to that too? Oh, hold on. I'm sorry. Come this way. One moment there. One moment. They're not seeking God. I'm sorry? They're not seeking. They're not seeking. That's why they don't have that chance. Oh, okay. Um, Yes, sir. You you have your hand? Yeah. Hold Hold on one minute. Hold on one minute. With the mic. We have a mic there going around. Okay. One time when I was about 33 years old, I think. Um, this girl I like uh, broke up with me and she said I because I wouldn't be a good father for her son and I remember after that every day I'd come home from work and just pray from the time I got home till the time I went to bed and I you know I just said I'm going to keep doing this until I find what I think is the answer and I think really for just well that's my experience but I think for just about anybody unless you get to the point where that question is more important than anything in life there's a pretty good chance you will not find the answer. Oh, um, my, my, and to, just to add to what's been said, my concern about that is zero. I don't know, and it's not a concern. I, it, it's not my concern why somebody else hasn't found God or 
they are, on the, they are on the streets because we're all as adults responsible for our own selves, right? So I have to keep my eyes on myself so that I can stay on that straight and narrow path. If I take my eyes off of me and wonder about the bomb on the street, why does he get the chance that I'll lose out? Because everybody have their own journey to, to, to travel. They're on their own path, and the people on the streets may need to be on that path, pathway for now. That may be the way that they have to go in order to cry out to God or whatever. But I can't, I can't be concerned about that because I can't change them anyway. You know, they have to want it for themselves. Uh, my, my thing is to be careful that not to judge them for being on the street, not to feel sorry for them, not to judge them, but just see it as it is and wish them well. That way you, you're giving out love and, you know, you're doing your thing, but I wouldn't worry about that at all. It's, uh, it's part of pride to think about that. You know, like, oh, I got it. Why don't they have it? We really don't know what their journey is. It may be something they have, but we just don't know. Maybe they have to go that route. That makes sense? Yeah, yeah so that's another temptation that you need to resist. Talk, you know, looking at somebody else and wondering why. Yeah, just, just to clarify, I didn't mean like homeless people. I just meant like In, yeah, regular know, phone. neighbors, yeah. relatives, and all that. Right. People. Yeah, and um, It's enough you. to see that people just don't see, and that's it. But have compassion for them. What I ask myself is, before coming here, before before knowing that I have to seek God, mm. I wasn't seeking God. I just it just happened to be that I just came here and you know yes. started knowing that I have to seek God for things to happen for me <laughs> because you, it's not in my hands. As you got older, you would have started seeking Him. Life would have brought that to your attention. And as Francisco said. God, we all have a consciousness. We all have the mind of God. So he's always trying to warn us anyway. And just a lot of people don't pay attention to that warning. They go with the ego rather than go with the warning signs. You know, you always have a consciousness telling you not to do certain things, but a lot of people don't obey it. I've had people say, you know what? I thought about it later. I knew I should not have done that, but I just didn't listen. So everybody has that, but they don't listen. Is it judgment or consciousness? To do that, what? That you see, okay, I should do this, but I should not do that. It's consciousness. Mm-hmm. It's God's, uh, it's the Holy Spirit guiding you and warning you, the Spirit of God. Yeah. It lets you know, but the ego is so stubborn. Sometimes you just, because you're not connected with it, you disobey what is right and do what's wrong. But then sometimes you may have to go that way because your pain may make you stop for a moment and start to question yourself. You need the pain. Yes, ma'am. Um, yeah, back to the animals about them not having conscience, but, you know, God did refer the birds of the earth, that uh, the, the sparrows, they, they don't need to spin or toil, but God feeds them anyway. Right. And, you know, what more than uh, he would give to his own children yes. and take care of them as well. So he did refer to the animals as a comparison. Yes. But on the other hand, I mean, if you notice, if you look at the birds out there in the morning, they're pecking in dirt. There is no food. So whatever God's feeding them, it is invisible. 
there's no they, food some, in the there dirt? Are, there are no, I mean, the birds are out there. If you notice the birds in the morning, there's no popcorn or breadcrumbs or nothing out there or bird seed necessarily. Right. And but they're getting they're something out there from And they're the still eating something. Yeah. They're pecking all over that ground for something. That's right. So. Um, and that leads me into this. Does, um, have you ever asked anything of God and he didn't do it? Like, oh, Lord. <laughs> A selfish things, yeah. Oh, Lord, whatever. You if ask, I ask God. selfish things, he doesn't answer. How about I'm unselfish sure. things? Unselfish things, I think I, I pretty much get answers all the time. You're not I mean, sure? It might not come right away, but I'll see it like maybe months away, and I go, oh, that's why I didn't get it. But why do you think answer. it doesn't come right away? Well, because it's coming anyway. <laughs> Sometimes, like, if I need something but I can't afford it or something. And if I would have spent the money, I would have put myself in a hole. But then here later on, it, here it comes. Oh, there, uh, now I have it, you know, or something like that. Oh, okay. You know, things so like, you little things like that. So you've asked unselfish things of God to do fix something for you or do something for you, and he didn't do it right away, it's yeah. coming. Yeah. It's, why do you it's think coming. he didn't do if it I right away? If I need it, it's coming. It, it'll come. How, why do you think he didn't do it right away? Because I really didn't need it right away. Well, why do you ask it? I needed to wait. Well, because... <laughs> You're I like, mean, oh, Lord, I need something, but not right away. I'm going to ask later. <laughs> it's like... I'll right. ask for it now, but, you know, no, go ahead. Well, there's no time in God's frame, you know, in his life. Right. And so whatever he gives us, if you just look at what it... What if God wants to give it to you, you want it in his time of giving to you, not, not when you say it. I want it now. Oh, okay. You know, that's how I I base it off of. How did you come up with that? Because uh, I just don't want to command God oh. and say, I want it now. So. And why don't you want to command him? Um, because I don't want to be like, you know, like I'm some boss over God. <laughs> it's disrespectful. <laughs> uh, okay. I like that. Uh, right here in the white shirt. Have you ever asked of anything of God and he didn't do it for you? Any day now. <laughs> I wait yeah, all the time. We're only recording, so just take your time. All the time, yeah. I, I ask for a lot of things. Yeah. You, I'm sorry? Yeah, I ask for a lot of things. But, but he doesn't do it? <laughs> not, not precise. Why not? Well, I don't know. It just doesn't happen. It doesn't happen like, um, I don't know. I don't know why it hasn't happened. I don't know why he hasn't done it. <laughs> so why do you keep it? asking then and he's not doing it? Speak a little loud right into the mic, yeah. Yeah, I, I ask, but it's not, uh, it doesn't seem to always some things do happen. I, I don't know. I'm not sure I'm asking right. You're not sure? Because some things, you know, that I kind of, when I was younger, I kind of like uh, thought I wanted. And I didn't specifically ask for it, but I think I did because, you know, I, was, I felt fulfilled. You know, like, like you know, I found the woman, you know, that I, and the, you know that I, of my life, and then I had kids, and, and I wanted that. You asked God for a woman? No, but I mean, I wanted that when I'm I was I'm talking younger. about what did you ask? What you so said. I don't know. But the things that I've asked for? Yeah. Like, um, 
No. When I've asked for something, like if, I, if I've prayed like and asked for something, it just really never, it never really happened. Like, it didn't really happen. <laughs> and why not? I don't know. You never, so you didn't ask him, you know what, I asked you for this, you didn't do it, why not? Yeah. Well, I'm sure I had that conversation too, but, <laughs> but, I, yeah. but I don't know. I mean, I, it just seems like when I ask for something directly, I, I just really never, I never really got it. But when I look, but, but hindsight, said, hindsight, it seems like I, I got things that I uh, wanted, but not things that I asked for spe- specifically. I don't know. So that you ask him, why are you always giving me what I didn't ask for? And here's what I asked for, and you don't give it to me. Yeah, I wonder about that, but I... <laughs> I, I wonder about that. Yeah. I, I've asked him, you know, uh, to, re, you know to help me to, uh, to, you know, to reveal to me, you know, to help me to understand, and, uh, the, you know, and why he hasn't, you know, fulfilled my... my you know, my uh, wishes, you know, but I haven't got any answers just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Give me one thing that you asked him for and he didn't do it. Because he said, the reason you don't have is because you don't ask. Ask and you shall receive. Are you able to tell me one thing that you've asked for and he didn't do it? Yeah, you know, I asked for like... Um, I think, uh, well, I, I've asked for, I've asked for another job, you know, for him to pre- help me to, to reveal to me some other um, ways to make a living other than the way I'm doing it right now. Right. And, uh, you know, so far I, I don't have the answer to that right now, right now. He didn't give you another job? No, I've been asking for years like seven years (laughs) (laughs) so you've been asking God for seven years for a new job and he wouldn't give it to you that's me that's me huh (laughs) no I've concluded that maybe he wants me to kind of he wants me to kind of hang out here and 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 learn something learn something else you know just deal with what I have to deal with and uh and learn other things about myself. And so you think he let you, he let you stay at that job for seven more years because he wanted you to learn something? Yeah, I think so. Have you learned anything? Yeah. What did you learn? Mm, that I have to be, you know, that I have to, that I got a big fat, fat ego. I, I got to, like, um, be appreciative of what I have, um, what he's given me, um, that I've got to be patient, and I've got to not resist. I mean, I've got to not um, try so hard to. I, I gotta, I gotta like, you know, I've gotta like, in order. I think in order to to do something different, I I, I gotta like not resist what what I'm going through right now. I gotta like. Learn how to. Are you doing that? Grow from it, and and just recently, strangely enough, I mean, I'm starting to. Uh, I think I'm starting to. To to get it, that I have to just let go. You know, I have to just wait for him, and um, you know, want 
I can I can still want other things, but I have to kind of wait and 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 wait for him to reveal it to me. And he won't reveal it to me until I um, I give up resisting what I'm doing right now. How do you know all that is true? I don't know how I know. I just I just feel it. I believe it right now. Oh, okay. Yes, ma'am. Did I see your hand too? Oh, okay. You forgot what you had to say? For me, it's one thing, and it's God's will, or it's not. I don't think you can just ask, I want a car, I want a fur coat. Uh, it has to be something. That's... Why not? He said, you, whatever well, okay. you... So that would just be ridiculous. He said, whatever you ask for, you shall have it. How you shall receive. Yeah. It doesn't mean... But he didn't say not to ask for a car. We need a car. But... I... A car I would never ask God for a car. I'm sorry? I would never ask God for a car or Why anything. Not? But I want to say one thing. I did, I, probably in my whole life, I begged God to not let somebody die because there was reasons. He had a, we had a young son and all that. And, you know, that wasn't his will. He, took he let him. the person die? He took him. Oh. And I don't say, you know. So you begged God not to let this person die because he had a son, well, a young son. Yeah, and, and God it wasn't his, you know, my mother died, but I didn't beg God. I, you know, I know that you die. What made you beg God not to let this other person die? Oh, oh because of the young son. Well, because I loved him. I was going <clears> to <throat> miss him. So you were selfish then. It was all about I, you. Okay. It wasn't about the son. It was about you. No, it was... I, I said I, our name. I named. I said, please God, let Mar- let him live for Marcus, and named him. You know, uh, live for you, his son. There was, a, I can't. There's a lot too more to it. You know. Yeah, but you would miss him too. He was too. adopted son, and yeah. and. Uh, but you said that you would miss him too, right? You loved him, and you would miss him. Yes. Yeah. So, so that's a, selfish. Well, it's right. Selfish to ask for anything else. That, I'm sorry. You shouldn't ask for anything because it's always selfish. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't ask out of selfishness. You should ask according to your needs. Well, I needed that. <laughs> I needed for him to live. So. so how long ago did this happen? Oh, a couple of years. And how do you feel about God now? I love God. You don't blame him for taking I the God? Blame him. Oh, okay. Because I know that God knows when you're going to die. And right. And Oh, okay. Good. Okay. Um, right here. Oh, you know. Right here, Pat. Martin. Yes. You know, earlier you were asking about uh, who are you? Yes. Yeah, I, was at, I had the advantage of being asked that question earlier by... Um, your um, audio man. And um, so when you asked that, I heard everybody answering what they are, like you said later. Everybody's answering what they are. Nobody knows who they are. Right. Yeah. And it's okay not to know that. Well, it says in the end. I'm totally happy not knowing that. Well, Revelation says you'll know (coughs) that he'll give you a new name. But that's not who I am. <coughs> it's um, be my name. I don't even know. Excuse me. 
So, yeah, I, I was, um, that, that point was just um, revealing about what we do and do not know. Yeah. <coughs> and that seems, that seems so personal, and you don't know who you are. But it just seemed that way in your fallen state, when you wake up, you're going to see that was silly. You attempt it and didn't know it. Yeah, I, I think, like I said, I think it's more important to know what you are. And that's what everybody was describing anyway. They're it's trying not to important to know what you are. It's unimportant. To not to know what you are? Yeah. I beg to differ there. <laughs> what are you? <laughs> that's everything. What are you? Um, a living being responding to evil. Uh, you think a living being responding to evil, you think the flowers know that too? Uh, yeah, I can walk by them and they'll wilt. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. You're probably right. Go, go, go sit next to him. <laughs> but, you know, <laughs> where were we going with this? <laughs> Uh, we've gone further now. All right. you kill the, if you're killing flowers, then that's all we need to know. All right. Yes, ma'am. And Ed, I want you to read something. I identify with this lady sitting here because uh-huh. I lost my son, and I beg God to please spare him. Right. And uh, I got my answer right now because I've always been asking, why did you spare him, you know? Right. And... Uh, <laughs> That's hard. And I hated God after that. I judged him because he didn't save my son. But I was wondering why, you know? And right now I got the answer. It was for my sake, for me yeah. not to suffer. That's right. Thank you very much for that. That's right. It was all for you. It wasn't for your son. Yes. It was for you. Instead of just saying, God, let your will be done for my son, you ask God to, oh, don't let him die. And then once he died, you ask, why, why? It's all about you. It wasn't about your son. Right, by that moment, I didn't know that. Yeah. I was in so much pain. And Most I- of the time, when people go to funerals, to loved ones' funerals, they're crying not for the dead person, but for themselves. Right. They're crying because they're going to miss the person because the person is not around. You know, it's all about self right. and not about the dead person. Right. I yeah. realized that. And uh-huh. then peace came to me, you know, Good. when I let it go. And, it, and I said, your will be done. You know, I couldn't That's do nothing right. about it. When people ask me to pray for them, I said, Lord, let your will be done for this person. Right. Because I don't know what God has in store for them. That's true. Yeah. And you could be free if you live that way. Yeah. But, but you got to be aware of yourself to know that so you don't fall into that kind of emotional. Because even now you're becoming emotional about it. Yes. And how long has that been? It's been about 10 or 11 years. See how ridiculous that is? Yes, I see He's it been now. dead so long, but yeah, it's all about you. You haven't let it go. And you know, when I think of him at home, this emotion doesn't come out. Right. I, I think because it's buried too deep. <laughs> yes. That uh, when I want to face it, it comes up. Okay. You know. Ed, come and read something for me roughly. Bring the mic with you. Okay. Thank you. This is from Matthew 6, 25. Let me see. The, uh, oh, okay. I'm going to start with uh, chapter 6, verse 
22. Okay. All the way to, what's that? 34. 34. You see as well as I do. I don't know. I don't I, have my you see as well as I do. Right here, all the way to there. Yes. It's a lot of reading. The eye, the lamp of the body. The lamp of the body is the eye. It follows that if your eye is clear, your whole body will be filled with light. But if your eye is diseased, your whole body will be darkness. If then the light inside you is darkened, what darkness that will be. No one can be the slave of two masters. He will either hate the first and love the second or be attached to the first and despise the second. You cannot be the slave both of God and of money. That is why I'm telling you not to worry about your life and what you are to eat, nor about your body and what you are to wear. Surely life is more than food and the body more than clothing. Look at the birds in the sky. They do not sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than they are? Can any of you, however much you worry, add one single cubit to your span of life? And why worry about clothing? Think of the flowers growing in the fields. They never have to work or spin, yet I assure you that not even Solomon in all his royal robes was clothed like one of these. Now, if that is how God clothes the wild flowers growing in the field, which are there today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, will he not much more look after you, you who have so little faith? So do not worry, do not say, what are we to eat, what are we to drink, what are we to wear? It is the Gentiles who set their hearts on all these things. Your heavenly Father knows you need them all. Set your hearts on his kingdom first and on God's saving justice, and all these other things will be given you as well. So do not worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will take care of itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Thank you. Get back there, Frankie. Isn't that beautiful? Yes. That is so beautiful, but yet people worry about those things. They worry about everything. And here is why you worry. Um, one thing I want you to know first is that when you ask God for something and don't doubt, it's already done. The instant you ask, it is done. Whatever you ask for, it's done just like that. But the problem is, yes. But you don't know when you're going to get it. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. And you don't need to know. I realized I did that once. And yeah. later when I needed it, oh, man, did it come to, you know, Yeah, you don't need to know I that. I so much trouble, but I was able to handle it. And yeah. all I said was, look, whatever you're going to throw at me, let me handle it. And I, I knew it would come. Yes. I didn't think the trouble would come. The, 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 <laughs> so be careful what you ask for. Yeah. Uh, the problem is, when you do what I'm about to tell you, rarely do you have to ask for anything. Every blue moon, you may have to ask God for something. So whenever you see a blue moon, then you ask. If you don't see a blue moon, you don't have to ask. The eye of the body is the consciousness of God. It's his mind, his, his consciousness, his light that guided us. The, and so if you live strictly by the consciousness of God, anything you ask for will be done. But you never really have to ask because you have it anyway because you are connected to the source that gives us everything like he does with the flowers and the trees and the birds and the bees. But because most people are not connected to the mind of God, they will ask for something and right away doubt that they're going to get it. And you doubt by listening to this voice in your head that says, oh, it's not going to happen. 
or you need to do this, or you need to do that for it. You need to make a phone call for it. You don't believe because you go right back into the darkness away from the mind of God. And that's why you don't get it. Because you're not conscious enough, you're not present enough, present enough to receive it. But it's already done. And so the next time you want something, just notice in everyday life, just notice you. And when it says you can't serve two masters, you can't serve your imagination and serve God too. You got to let one go. And the one I recommend is that you let the ego go, the mind that talks to you all the time about everything. If you want to have faith, you got to completely abandon that. That's why I said seek first to God. Uh, somewhere it says seek the kingdom uh, first and you have it. And what you're seeking is to come back to how you used to be as a kid, one mind with God. And that's why you're not getting what you asked for or you're not naturally being taken care of by God because you're trying to serve two. You're trying to serve consciousness and you're trying to serve the imagination and you can't serve both. The thoughts, the imagination is a lie There is no truth in it. It's not capable of telling you the truth about anything. And as soon as you can doubt the thoughts, the imagination, you shall be one with God. Your light will come on and you can finally live. But most people live in that imagination. I noticed once there was a blue moon and I asked God for something. And as soon as I asked, the thought had something to say about it. And because I didn't know what I was doing at the time, I believed the thought. I thought I still had to do something or uh, it made me doubt what I had asked for by inserting my ego into it. You got to be aware of that. You got to lay down this other life in order to live by this, the, uh, the, the, uh, the eye that is the lamp of the body, the consciousness of God. And we all have it. If you're broke, if you're lonely, if you're angry, if you're insecure, if you have fear, if you have doubt, doubts, if you have worry, it's because you're not living by the consciousness of God. You're living by the other God that you serve, your imagination. That's the only problem that you have. You're trying to serve two. You can only serve one. Yes, sir. So a lot of times we... I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> microphone thing is a kick here. Um, so a lot of times you hear this, uh, you become what you think about. You know, you, you read yeah. a lot of these books, these yeah. self-help books, and yeah. that's, half of them seem to say that, and then they tell you to think about things repeatedly, practically self-hypnotize yourself. Yes. Hypnotize yourself. Um, so um, you're basically saying all of that's a bunch of... All of it. Because if you start thinking that way, eventually you will become that well, way. You become that and then you get screwed up. But yeah, it would be the wrong thing. But that's where your faith is. That's the God you're serving. So you just think it, think it. You can think and grow rich. You can right. really well, think and grow rich. Right. But once you become rich, you're, not gonna be, you're still going to be serving to God. You're not going to be happy with the richness. You're right. You can't think of it. You could think that you're, you're poor, and you'll just become poor and poor. Everything, money seems to be difficult to get. You could think that whatever. You can have a mole on your face, and you say, oh, this is an ugly mole. And after a while, because you think it, that mole just grows and grows, even though it's not moving. 
But in your imagination, it is moving. You look in a mirror, it's bigger than yesterday. And, and because that's what you're thinking. That's why you have to lay down those thoughts. And you want to think on the things of God. But you've got to let the thoughts go. They're playing a game on you. They're all lies. There's no truth in them at all about anything. Nothing. Not one thought. But that's the God that you're serving. And that's why life is difficult. With the job that you asked for seven years ago, in reality, everything did change. But you went back into the imagination and you didn't see the change. You passed it up. You didn't stay conscious. You didn't stay present with God. And I want you to watch yourself so you can see these things happening to you. God loves us. Right over here with the mic, Frank, in the corner. God loves us. He's created everything for us. He's told us here, consider the flowers, the bees, the trees. I take care of them, and they don't do anything. He would do the same for us. We have to work, but... If we lived his mindset, if the light was turned on, the job that we get would come natural and it would be easy and you would love your job. You wouldn't have to sweat and carry on like you carry on and be unhappy at work. Yes, sir. Yeah, just a little, um, I think it has a lot to do with uh, like the saying patience is a virtue. Yes. Like the young lady over there was talking about the birds. They have no problem. You know, you don't put the breadcrumbs out for them. They find the food. Yes. And the young man over here is trying to find a job for seven years. Um, it, it's going to happen, um, kind of like what you're saying with God. The patience, virtue part of it is that, you know, when times happen, when you're asking for it and you don't get it right away, you don't receive it right away. Um, but you do but receive. But if you have the patience, it's those times that everything happens. Yes. Like for you, like everything's coming at you. It's like, Wow. And you're not expecting it, but it, it does happen yep. s- uh, sooner or later down the road. You will get that wish. You're like, but oh, here's I what, what I want. Here's gotta- what I want you all to get rid of. Get rid of this notion that it will eventually happen. That's a setup too. God is here and now, and it's hap- the moment you ask, it is done. He does it right then and there. But we've been taught, oh, we have to wait on the Lord. We, you know. But when you have his mindset, there's no such thing as waiting. It is, and it's happening. It really is happening. But we've been taught to wait, and we've taught this. One thing I noticed that we have that animals don't have is um, animals seem to have forgiveness. They forgive you. Have you ever kicked a dog, and then he'll just bark, at you, but then he's free and back trying to rub her all over you and be friendly? You kick a person and see what happens. <laughs> 20 years down the road, they're judging you on it. Have you noticed that? Every time they think about it, they judge you. But you could kick a dog, and the dog would just, oh, and then he's back, coming right back at you. Not human beings. And that's, what is, that's another thing that's keeping you away from that mindset that I'm talking about. You're so judgmental. And judgment set you apart from this consciousness of God. You got to forgive you cannot afford to hold anything against anybody because you would never have that light come on within so you can live. Just consider the animals and the birds and the bees. They're not holding grudges against anyone. You can kick a person and you see them 50 years later. You have not seen them since the last, you know, in 50 years. Oh, I remember when you kicked me. Like, what? You kicked me. Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't I apologize or something? 
you got to forgive so you can live. You got to forgive so the light can come on. If you have any iota of unforgiveness in your heart, you won't understand what I'm talking about. You will not get the light to come on. You got to forgive folks instantly. You should live a life of forgiveness. You should live a life of living, walking in the light of unforgiveness. Of forgiveness. Not in the light of darkness of unforgiveness. Not in the darkness of unforgiveness, but in the light of forgiveness. I hold no grudges. I don't have a right to. I'm responsible for me. And as long as I don't hold grudges, I'll be free. I don't care what it may look like for somebody else, some blind person that looking at you. Don't worry about that because you can't worry about how somebody else see you or what they think. An unforgiveness person is always worried about something out there. You got to forgive. God caused me to forgive. But you got to forgive so you can have faith and never doubt. Have faith in the right God, not the mind God. Yes, sir. Real fast. Oh, you were saying like later on, you know, he takes care of you right, right away. It's not, done just like that. Not, not uh, further down the road. What I meant you, by that was that, you know, when you're not expecting it, like you, you prayed for it, it does happen. It does. It will happen it eventually. And everything comes at you at once. Yeah. Like, wow, I didn't ask for this much. And it's like all these doors are open. But see, if you didn't have any anger, which is unforgiveness, it will happen all the time instantly. See, see, you're living now. You're not living for tomorrow, waiting for something to come down the road eventually. All you have is right now. That's the only thing that exists is right now. But we've been taught, oh, pray for it now, and eventually it will come. You don't even know you're going to live long enough to get it. You want to have the kind of faith without doubting to know it's happening just like that. And it is happening happening as soon as you ask, but you got to get rid of this other God that you serve. That makes sense? And if you get to know yourself, realize it's not about anyone else, it's about you. You will see what's going on with you. You will see this other thing just talking to you all the time about everything. It has something to say about everything. You can think water, right? And let me tell you what, drink sparkling water, drink ice water, drink medium water. Don't drink so much water. Drink a lot of water. <laughs> and all you thought about, you just want to drink a water. Have you noticed that? You have to go to the bathroom and say, wait a little while longer. Or go to where you get this. Finish this job first. And then it'll tell you about everything. And people just follow it. And then when things go wrong, they don't pull it back and say, wow, why not listen to that? There's no truth in that. You gotta get to know yourself. Seeking the kingdom is mean to get to know yourself. Watch what's going on in these two worlds. You wanna let every thought go from this day forward. Never believe one iota of a thought. The Bible says that there is no truth in it, in those temptations. It's incapable of telling you the truth. So if you want your prayers answered, you gotta become one mind with God and stay there. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for coming. For more information, to purchase a copy of this program or to make a donation, visit us on the web at bondinfo.org or call 1-800-411-2663. That's 1-800-411-BOND. You're already home.